This South Point 400 DFS Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is just Adam Pickham Scorchers, where you can win 100x. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Driver! Start your engine! Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Promising you that no moms were wrecked in the recording of this episode. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Cody, am I wrong in making that assumption that no moms were um, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Our official You Twitter never know account. who's listening to this show. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is true. Our bad. Uh, anyways, so yes, it is, of course, the uh, South Point 400 DFS picks. Back to Vegas we go one more time. I'm I'm telling you, Cody. I'm heartbroken. This is this ride is only eight hours away from me, and I can't go because the military has laid claim on me this weekend, and I, I'm literally beside myself that I can't go to this Las Vegas race, even though I know I could go on a media pass again. Yeah, I am extremely sad for you because uh, it would be awesome, but uh, ugh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Again, I think Vegas is definitely. Uh, one that we got circled for for the two of us to get to because uh, it's Las Vegas. I mean, <laughs> what else do you need? I'm telling you right now, and 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 I just found out that I've got some family members that are going to be moving back to Vegas, which means oh, we've got a place to stay, to buddy. Stay. <laughs> that's, that's the best part, right? <laughs> I'm saying that's that to me is where half of the battle's already there. We got a place to stay. All we got to do is just find a a way to get out there, and I think Uber's pretty good in in Vegas, so. Um, yeah, buddy, I, th- I think we're going to make this happen in the spring. So can't wait for that to go on. But in the meantime, we've got a race to break down for you. It is, of course, like I said, the South Point uh, 400 at Las Vegas. <sighs> Cody, I-, I know that we talked about it a lot in the racing show, but and we had a ton of great bets. The book spoiled us for the betting process. But now we get to tone it down a little bit <laughs> for the DFS give out our standard three drivers that we like a piece but uh yeah i feel like we had some good angles going on for this race 
yeah and if you didn't get a chance to listen to the betting episode go back and listen a lot of fun a lot of good stuff one of my uh prop bets was uh and thanks to again shout out to caesars for having stuff like this available a driver to lead more than 109 and a half laps if that's going to happen you better figure out which one it is because uh you're going to want them in dfs for sure definitely going to want them in dfs uh yeah we're definitely going to give you our our favorite drivers 267 laps around this mile and a half paved track for 400 and a half miles just like cody said there have been drivers who have jumped out to pretty decent leads and kept them for a very long time on this one so keep an eye out because uh, we are going to probably get that again and we're gonna have to identify those drivers so um you know it, it's funny there's really nothing to break down anymore there's no real news that has, has come out i feel like uh it's been quiet over the last couple of days so um we could probably just get right into our picks for this slate how about you i'm ready to go yeah i mean again we're we're recording this on on a little early on wednesday evening but uh we talked about the sheldon creed ep, uh, news back on the xfinity show and uh not a ton of other stuff has come out between now and then so uh i'm ready to rip and roll let's let's get into some dfs guys all right i'm sure everybody else is ready to rip and roll let's go uh who do you got first who's your favorite higher price driver yeah so i mean looking at this slate like there's a lot of different ways and and we're, we're kind of doing this off the cuff neither of us had time to to enter like salaries don't come out till wednesday afternoons and we're busy with the other show and so uh, we didn't we don't i don't know what you're gonna pick and i was looking through these guys and like i can make a strong case for kyle larson up top i can make a really strong case for denny hamlin who i like to win this race william byron led three thousand laps here in the spring tyler reddick has been really good on these types of tracks martin truex jr i almost picked him just to make a case of he could be a solid gpp play guy that's not done shit lately but has the ability to lead a bunch of laps you got christopher bell who's likely going to start on the pole because he always starts on the pole ryan laney i made a case for him to like oh you can you can go a lot of different ways so um i am just going to to take the easy route and i'm gonna go with kyle larson at the top of the board here he's eleven thousand dollars but rod he's been solid for you week in and week out you go back over over previous races here and if you look specifically at uh intermediate races lately at Texas, now he ends up finishing in 31st. The result wasn't there, but led 99 laps for you. Um, you go back to Bristol, he led 20 laps there. That was intermediate package, smaller track, but led some laps. Kansas led 99 there. Darlington, he led 55 that day. Uh, he won at Darlington, um, and he's been solid at at other intermediates here lately. Again, uh, Texas, he got wrecked out there, but but first place at Darlington. Uh, he finished fifth at, at Michigan, uh, going back through some of these, fifth at Nashville. He's had some strong runs, second place at Kansas. Probably should have won that the first race there. Led 85 that day, led 29 back at Bristol. I mean, you go back to Phoenix, he led 201 laps there. Um, he's, he's really had some big races where he led a lot of laps. Las Vegas in the spring, I talked about his teammate led a shit ton of laps. Led 63 of his own there. And that was a day that Hendrick Motorsports finished one, two, three. I am extremely big on Toyota this weekend. I'm going to have a lot of Denny Hamlin in my lineups. I'm going to have a lot of other Toyota drivers in my lineups. But Kyle Larson seems like a really, really good DFS play. Even if he doesn't get the win, It's we talk about, or at least I've talked about it a few times, it seems like when he does have the best car, he doesn't always win the race. But if he's got the best car and leads you a bunch of laps, even if he ends up finishing in fifth place, he could still be a big, uh, big DFS play for you with leading a ton of laps, getting fastest laps for you. So... Give me Kyle Larson top board, 11,000. 
Yeah, and so I'm going to go and make a case for his teammate. But, I mean, I, like I talked about, too, on the, the betting episode, it, it's almost, I mean, Kyle Larson is almost somebody that you can't fade completely, whether it's DFS, whether it's underdog later on, or whether it's betting. You have to find a way to work him in because he's going to probably come out and be the dominant car, right? I mean, it's, Kyle Larson will pop up out of nowhere and just be that guy. Given the fact that also, you know, his teammate, like I'm about to make a case for, too, has been that same way. So, yeah, I mean, I can't – he's a he's a most priced dri- – he's a highest priced driver for a reason. Yeah. And, and, come on, I mean, he's the best driver in the field. It's hands down, like, the most talented. And something we haven't talked about much, but Thursday he's got uh, – it's probably as you're listening to this, right, Thursday episode, or maybe he's already done it, but he's got uh, his rookie orientation for the IndyCar. He's going to be in that IndyCar. He's going to be going fast. He's going to have those juices flowing. He's coming off of Tuesday night. He just won the High Limit Series championship and it's inaugural season all that stuff like he's got got some good positive momentum i think he's going to get in that cup car on sunday hit the pedal to the metal and uh, and lead a bunch of laps with that indy car take that's a that's a great take right there i love that um all right well then i'll talk about his teammate i'll talk about william byron obviously uh the the guy that actually won this race in the spring right it led 176 laps of that race he started on the uh, second and got you 176 points. That is a fantastic day out of William Byron. He's only $10,600 in this. I say only, but guys like Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin are above him uh, at 11000 and 10800 But William Byron coming in as the uh, third highest price guy, he has so far the highest points per race average in uh, DK, 43.5 on the season. Uh, again, at the Roval, he got you 55. A couple weeks ago before that, he got you 50, 66, 69 as well. Nice. nice. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is that, again, for William Byron, he has just been the dominant driver pretty much all season long, right? I mean, uh, 117 points in that spring race he got you, which is uh, not even his highest point total. He got you 118 um, back in May uh, at the Worth 400. So, He's just been, like I said, one of the more dominant drivers. Obviously, he's leading as far as the fantasy points per race as it goes. Um, one at Phoenix, one at Darlington. Uh, he's got six wins on the season. He's now riding a streak of three top two finishes. Uh, he won at Texas, right? Second at Talladega, second at the Roval. Three distinctly different disciplines. Three top two finishes in a row for him. One at Watkins Glen, one in Atlanta, right? Second in Charlotte after starting on the pole. He has fantastic finishes. He's led 895 total laps this season, just killing it and crushing it all over the place. And I think at 10,800, he's probably going to be a, a, a pretty chalky cash play and, and probably even a chalky uh, GPP play. But he comes out and leads 176 laps again, and you don't have him. You're done. So you got to put him in. You got to fit him in one of your lineups. I think that's definitely something uh, that that has to be accommodated. So maybe you put both of them in there and try to, you know, dumpster dive for the bottom. But yeah, I, I think I think William Byron's got to be a staple of one of your lineups at least. Yeah, I think that I, we haven't talked enough about how consistent he has been and how good he is week in and week out. There's a really good chance William Byron wins the championship this year which, by the way, would be the third Hendrick driver to do it in four seasons, which would be a whole other story. But uh, he has looked really good. He's leading the series in, in wins this season, been consistent. And 
he can go out and lead you 176 laps. And these are the two guys who split the laps led in the spring. Maybe that's a little chalky to do it again, but it wouldn't shock me. I think maybe Denny Hamlin is going to have something to say about that. But, uh, man, it's it just, yeah, he, he's been really, really good this season. Um, and so I think that that he's he's a good driver to take here at, at 10,600. I concur. Uh, all right, we will get to our mid-priced, our mid-priced drivers, if I can even say that correctly. But first, let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're going to have an entire episode dedicated to our favorite Underdog Fantasy plays of the week. So Underdog, they've got the way to, for you to play alongside your favorite football team and drive along with your favorite drivers all season long. Plus, Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout for a limited time. Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500 plus $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players going to wake up $10,000 richer. Toss out. We're going to toss, like I said, toss out a bunch of Underdog Fantasy plays on Friday. Stick with us. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $500. $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Manscaped is back. We're brought to you today by Manscaped, who has taken a step away from Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil and trouble. Manscaped's all-new handyman is the best way to get rid of all that stubble. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use code SGP for 20% off plus free shipping. I know it's spooky season, guys, but you don't want to scare people with that scraggly beard. Look, even Cody's glorious beard is not scraggly. It's all nice and clean, and Manscaped is going to give him a better way to get that. I know you can't see him right now. All you can see is that, but when the screen pops back on, just admire his beard. Admire it more once the handyman gets a hold of it. Handyman Skinscape technology is helped to reduce nicks and cuts, and you can finally feel confident when going out for that close shave. Cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all in one guard. So no more drawers full of extras and collecting cobwebs. Guys, I'm telling you right now, this is the deal you don't want to miss out on. So get 20% off of free shipping and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP for a sweet as candy look. Get yourself the handyman from Manscaped. Yes, indeed. See, look at that. Look at that. And you know how much better that's going to look once Manscaped gets a hold of Once that handyman gets a hold of it, I'm telling you right now, Cody, you are going that's to right. be. Oh, it's going to be hard for the YouTube crowd to handle how good it's going to look. They are going to just comment. I love the beard. I love the beard. <laughs> All right, Rod. Ready to hit the <laughs> mid-tier, guys. <laughs> I think we have to at this point, don't we? Uh, speaking of a guy that's got a nice beard, I'm going to go with Mr. Bubble Wallace. Of course, I'm going to have him here. 8,600. Absolutely love Bubba Wallace this weekend. You have to look no farther than the most recent intermediate track just a couple weeks ago at Texas. He finished third place that day. He led 111 laps, Rod, at $8,600. He offers you the opportunity in a track like this to lead 111 laps. That's a, in itself enough of a selling point. Um, finished third place that day at Texas. 32nd at Kansas, but remember, he was running second place 
a majority of the day as far as he won state or he was second place in stage two, running second place. Let's start that over. He was second place in stage one. There's a lot of ones and twos in here. Second place in stage one. And then during stage two was running second place when he had the flat tire. Had that flat tire not happened, would have continued to have a good run. Probably would have led a bunch of laps in that race. Um, seventh place at Darlington for you. Fourth place at Charlotte. Fourth place at Kansas one. Fourth place here in the spring. Sixth here back in 2020 in that 43 car before it was a next-gen car. Bubba Wallace is really, really super good at intermediate tracks. That's going to continue this weekend. 8,600, I think. Uh, it, it's it's almost like they should, and hopefully they're not listening to this part, I guess, but they should inflate his prices when we come to intermediates because he's so freaking good on them. Uh, that that 8,600, I think, for a guy like this, especially with the upside he offers you, at 111 laps led a couple weeks ago at Texas, um, you've got to give up a wall in your lineups here at 8,600. Yeah, again, and, and for him, it's just a matter of now his season, I don't want to say his season's over, but obviously his playoff chances are over, and, and you just got to take into account that now he really is just sort of trying to build out. And look, for what it's worth, I know that Michael Jordan is not going to give up on him. So obviously this is not a situation where he's driving for his job or he's, you know, and, and you just know that they're coming back. And so they're just trying to build now. Right. And, and it's building confidence. And it, 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 it's a, a Baker just trying to, to mold his guy. Right. And, and to keep Bubba Wallace's head in the game and his chin up. So I think this is a good get right track for him as well. I'm with you there. Um, my next guy, he's just a little above 7,000. That's 7,000 cut line. And that's Alex Bowman. I made a pretty decent case for him in the betting episode at $7,700. Not really that bad for a guy who's finished first and third here in his last two attempts on this track. Uh, led 16 laps in the fall of uh, in the spring of 2020. To the the fact that he didn't run earlier this spring throws me off because every time I look at his last track, I always like, oh yeah, okay, that was a no. It was the spring of 2022. Uh, he led 16 laps, and then uh, in this spring he led two laps to a third place finish. So I'm telling you that it's it's not it, it's not easy. And this is definitely a GPP play because you're going to feel yucky putting any sort of Bowman anywhere given the fact that he hasn't, he's got an average finish this season of 16th, three DNFs, only five, only four top fives, 10 top tens in 20. Those are not numbers that you're used to seeing out of a Hendrick car one, Bowman two, and, and the 48 car for sure. Um, but he did finish eighth at the Roval, right? He finished 12th in, in Texas after a 14th place finish. So a good finish there. 10th at Kansas, sixth at Daytona. Um, go back to what he did. Like I said earlier this season, he finished third here on this track. That was a pretty promising start to a season, a fifth and eighth and a third, right? And then a ninth at Phoenix. Uh, and then it just sort of went kind of wonky after that. But, uh, I think if this, if there's a bounce back spot, this is definitely a bounce back spot for him. Because he's done it before on this track. And really, if you look at the last few races for him, 44 points at the Roval, right? 10 points the week before that, not a good week. 34 the week before that, 31, 47. He had a 64-point uh, week there uh, at the Coke Zero Sugar six, or 400, 14, 43 at the Brickyard, right? He's turned in some pretty decent, solid days for you, averaging 30 points per race right now. So, that's roughly, I don't know what, uh, eight or uh, let's see, four pot, four times the, the price value now, maybe a little less than that, a little more than that in some cases. So, like I said, it, dipping down into the $7,700, uh, 
I think the fact that uh, that he's been so bad lately is the reason why he's this price. So yeah, give me Bowman at seventy seven hundred dollars to 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 make my DFS card. Yeah, I really like it. I you've really talked me into Bowman this week. I think that after you brought him up and and looking more at what he's done here and what he's done at some of these intermediates, I, I think he could be a really really good play. I think at this price, he's definitely a guy you got to work in. Indeed. Speaking of something you've got to work in, you have got to work in going to Hall of Fame bets into your schedule. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Plus, enter any parlay idea and a Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark join over thirty thousand users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right, Cody, I believe it is time to go into the value section of this DFS slate. Who are we looking at? Well, Rod, this guy definitely uses Manscaped on his face because look at this beautiful <laughs> beard. All right, if you want me to stop giving out Corey LaJoy on the show every week, he's got to stop being a ch- like a, a free square in DFS. 5,800, Rod. Let me read it off. His fantasy points lately, 33 last week. 73 at Dega, 17 the week before, 20.3, 22.5, 22.6, 65.1, 13, that was a road course, okay, minus two, road course, okay, 44 at a track like Michigan, he is scoring you freaking points week in and week out, and their intermediate program, it's it's impressed me so much this season, Corey LaJoy has had some good solid runs, 26 at Texas again. That's a good solid run for this team. I mean, that is a great day for a guy at 5,800. When you look at at the guys around him, and it's Harrison Burton, and it's Todd Gillen, and it's JJ Yaley, and it's Ty Dillon. Like they don't give you the upside that a guy like Corey LaJoy gives you at 5,800. He's consistently scoring you points week in and week out. They continue to have great runs, and he just he continues to get it done. A track like Bristol a few weeks ago, intermediate package. He led 48 laps that day. Got out front. Hard to pass there. I don't think he leads you 48 laps, but he might lead you a couple laps depending on strategy and stuff. But Corey LaJoy continues to show up every week. I know I'm the president of the fan club. I know I absolutely love the dude, but he continues and continues and continues to pay off in DFS. If they're going to keep pricing him at 5,800, I'm going to keep playing him until he stops earning you a bunch of points, which he's been doing a majority of the season. Yeah, I start my lineup every single week, Corey LaJoy, and it doesn't matter where, like, even if he qualifies well and he's starting in 10th, like, he's still getting you the solid return almost every single week. He's he's just, he's a lock in my lineup every week, and, and he continues to win me, help win me money because he continues to be a solid play. He's getting good return for his price, and he his floor is is fairly high. He's not, most weeks, he's not losing you points other than a rare occasion here and there. Um, Corey LaJoy, Rod, if he can make it through these final four races, will be the 32nd driver in NASCAR Cup Series history to go through an entire season 
without a single DNF. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> what more do you want out of the guy? They, they've been getting it done. He hasn't DNF this entire season, knock on wood, but it's that's what you need for a cheap play on DFS is a guy who's going to get you a decent finish, and he's not going to wreck out most of the time, not having mechanical issues. I know there's been a few issues here and there. They've gone off the track and come back on it and still finish the race, but the streak is still alive for this season, and he's four races away from from becoming that next driver. So Corey LaJoy, 5,800. He's he's just the auto play, and, and it, it it deserves to be mentioned every week at this point because of the return that it's giving him. Big eye emoji right there. Really, that, that's crazy. I didn't even I didn't even realize yeah, that he was nice running little, At least that's what Reddit told me. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the stats I saw on Reddit, so we're going to roll with it. You're like, all right, we'll take that. Um, Good enough. I didn't, I didn't do my own research, so, you know, get after that guy if it's wrong. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to take my favorite driver again uh, for DFS purposes in this race in particular. AJ Allmendinger is $6,700. He's, but, you know, you look down below him in price and, I mean, other than Corey LaJoy, right, who's already the automatic free square, you can say something about Hosevar, but, like, there's McDowell at 66, Hosevar at 65, A.J. Dillon at 63, Priest at 61, Sindrick at 6,000, then all the people that that, uh, uh, Cody listed off after Corey LaJoy, and none of those other than Corey LaJoy sound even remotely tempting, so... The the farthest I could go back, or even under that, is AJ Allmendinger at sixty seven hundred dollars, and AJ Allmendinger. Look for what it's worth. We're not even talking about good finishes. We're not even talking about you know anything that that uh, resembles a top ten. Which maybe I think I made a case for him in the in the um, betting episode. Maybe I didn't. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Uh, but for DFS purposes. He's definitely a, a hit or miss kind of a guy, but he's hitting, right? He's averaging 26.4 fantasy points per race. And again, for a guy that's almost $7,000, that's kind of where you want him to be. That's where you, that's where you expect him to be um, in that price range because everybody else below that is, is not even really around that area. You know, you talk about, um, yeah, yeah, really nobody else under that is, is in that area other than Ryan Priest, maybe at, tw- at 27. He's a little higher than... AJ and Corey LaJoy, obviously you talked about that, but um, yeah, for any AJ, he's he's about 26.4 fantasy points per race. On this track in particular, though, he hasn't really lost you any positions over the last four races, which is kind of what you're after, or last three races, rather. Um, in the spring, he started 23rd, finished 18th. In the fall of 2022, he started 21st, finished 9th. So that's a really good DFS day for you right there. Uh, in the uh, 2018 race, that because he, he didn't race for a few years there, in the 47 car, he started 29th, finished 14th. So his last three races have been positive races for him as far as fantasy is concerned. So I definitely, like I said, I don't feel comfortable going too much farther down in this, um, but I, I think that a good day for him will be uh, a 30-point day like he had earlier in the spring here on this track. Like you said, he started 30, uh, 23rd, finished 18th, uh, got himself a fast lap in there. So 30 points on a $6,700 uh, price tag this week is kind of more than you're going to get than anybody else below him, maybe short of Corey LaJoy. Uh, I don't think anybody else has got a 30-point day in them uh, down there around the bottom. So give me A.J. Allmendinger, $6,700 to fill out my South Point 400 DFS card. Yeah, I like it. I think he's a solid play. Unfortunately, we overspent this week. They don't all fit. 
So for the official lineup, I'm going to pivot to Austin Dillon because he's got eight top finishes or eight top 11 finishes last. No, <laughs> he's got in eight of the last 11, he's finished in the top 13. That's per Ryan over at I fantasy race. But, uh, but I do think Almondinger is a great play just to, to go farther into this uh, Corey LaJoy thing. I, again, this is from Reddit. So, you know, take it for what it's worth, but this guy appears to have put in some research to this post. So he would be the 34th driver, full-time cup driver, uh, to finish a season without DNFing. Um, let's see. So Hamlin was the most recent one back in 21. Harvick did it in 2020. Ty Dillon actually did it in 2019 in that Jermaine racing car. Um, let's see. Who has the most DNF-less seasons? Kevin Harvick has four. And if he hadn't wrecked at Atlanta this season, he'd have a shot to do it again because that's his only DNF this season. Harvick has four, Biffle has three, Earnhardt Sr. with two, uh, Boyer with two, Logano with two, and Juan Pablo Montoya with two. 18 other drivers have one DNF-less season. Uh, yeah, pretty interesting. That's crazy. That was, yeah, some pretty good info there. I'll uh, Maybe I'll share this post. Actually, I might have already shared it in the Discord. Either way, I'll share it in the Discord uh, so you can go check it out. That's nuts. But, um, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, and then yeah. I'll piggyback on my A.J. Allmendinger thing, too, and the fact that he obviously won at the Roval, and now there's talks that he's not going to be in that 16 car this season, or next season, rather. So, I mean, listen, this could be it for him. So he's going to have to go out and, and drive his ass off for, for the next couple of weeks and uh, just hope for some good finishes. Yeah, I, I think, and again, it sounds to me like he's out of that cup ride. Like, it sounds like that's a done deal, and so... He was crying after that race. You never know when it's going to be your last time. Like, he wants to go out on a high note. He's got that win now um, before he, he heads back to Xfinity. So, I do think Almondinger is a good play as well, especially at that price. Again, it gets really gross underneath that, that Corey LaJoy love. So, I think that, that Almondinger is a good play there. All right. You know what else is a good play? You going out and filling out your DFS lineups. So that's a fantastic play. Uh, so, let's see. You started off with Kyle Larson. Uh, get out your pen and paper, everyone. Sorry. This is a. <laughs> Let's see if Rod can remember. I don't think Rod wrote this down. Let's see if he can remember it. So you start <laughs> out with Kyle Larson uh, to be your high price driver. I followed that up with William Byron to be my uh, high price driver. And then you pivoted to uh, Bubba Wallace at $8,600 for your mid price driver. And then I gave you um, Alex Bowman as my mid price driver. And then, of course, we've closed it out with Corey LaJoy and AJ Allmendinger as our value drivers. You're good at this, Rod. Tell you what, I'm man, proud of you. There's a couple of days that I've done this in my life, and I'm so glad <laughs> that today is one of them. Uh, Me too. All right. Well, then that'll be it for the DFS episode, everybody. Yeah, again, if you want more, join the Discord. Get in there. Start talking. Uh, Cody always puts out his, uh, his NASCAR, whether the Cup and the Xfinity, and trucks when they're there, uh, DFS games. So if you want to get in, compete against him and all the other folks in the discord join there and get in on the action. So, um, all right, Cody, let's go ahead and wrap things up here from this DFS episode. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on X Husker underscore Z. Uh, you can find all my work over there. Ratings reviews help us out a lot. Bosses notice. Um, so yeah, if you haven't, let, it's been a while since you left a review. I know like Apple, you can update those and stuff. So, uh, do that it'll pop back through and make us look even better we appreciate the support 
Let's go win some more money on DFS. Let's go win some more money on DFS. I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bot, everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's in between media, whether it's for fast money. Obviously, check out the episode this week. I'll have some more fun parlays for you as well. And then, of course, if you're on Blue Sky, I'm on there too at RJ Gomez. Got nothing on there yet. There'll be some stuff coming up, I guess, but uh, I'm still figuring out what I want to do with that. But I know what I want to do with you. I want to send you off and win some money. So until then, let's go racing. And I know you thought that was going to take a different turn, huh? Let's go racing and let it ride.